0: and not in attending the One right Church. Let's get started. Hey, Scott. Hi, Mark. Um, we're back again, and we've got another special guest today. Well, of course we do. We're, Every uh, guest is special. Yeah, we've got— uh, This one in particular. <laughs> we got our friend, Lena Fullington. I almost said Lena, painter, because <laughs> we grew up together, and that was okay. her maiden name, but Lena Fullington is here. Um which is great. I talked to someone just today who was telling me, giving me some feedback on the podcast Mm -hmm. and was saying that their wife would love to hear from a woman's perspective and because there were some differences. So, okay. Happy to have Lena here to give us a a woman's perspective.
1: Lena, just, uh, would you just give us a quick introduction and tell us about yourself a little bit?
2: Sure. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, married and as Mark said, um, we're uh we did grow up together and we're the same age. Actually, we were born in the same year. Mm-hmm. So I gave myself away, but I'm not too worried about it at this well, point I, in life. <laughs> I, I
0: have bad news for you, but I just told people my age. That's like okay. in the last episode.
2: So I'm not terribly worried yet. Okay. Um, neither
1: one of you are the oldest is involved, so you're all good.
2: <laughs> anyway, I am married and I have uh three kids. Um my oldest is 23, my daughter, and then my son in the middle of two girls just recently got married uh, this last summer, so that was pretty cool, and then um, my youngest daughter is 15. So, um, yeah, I've been... Did I say I was married 24 years? I think I might have forgot to say that part. So, yeah, I've been married 24 years, and... Um, Let's see. We came out of the followers in the year 2018, Hmm. Um, and we got baptized, um, Luke first, and then uh, me and... My son and youngest daughter following just about a month later in that fall and winter time. So, winter time, yeah. Winter time. It was time.
1: December yeah. in the Clackamas River. It was the craziest thing I'd ever seen.
2: I, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Was and that the same day that Gary got? It baptized was
2: with? Mark's brother Gary and yeah. his wife, and yeah, and um, his his daughter that's the same age as mine um, that got baptized that day as well. My our youngest, my youngest, and his daughter's the same age and I have the sweetest picture of them all hugging and crying. Uh, it's mm. just, it's wonderful. And trying to get warm Been trying to get warm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was pretty great. But yeah, it was 2018. Right. Yeah.
1: So, so you guys have my curiosity up now. I mean, how was this, you got your same age, you kind of went through the same church, same experiences But you're saying it was very different for a man and a woman. So what was it like as uh, a woman, Lena?
2: Yeah. Um, I started to think um, just as a young child growing up, and I actually had some difficulty trying to just separate what that was like for little boys and little girls. I actually didn't find a whole lot of... um, of differences, and just that mm-hmm. it, me being a girl and maybe Mark being a boy, or you know, okay. what, whatever. Um, but I just kind of had to look at it as kind of what I saw going on around me. Okay. So in my home, in my family, mm-hmm. and then just at church. Mm-hmm. So there's just what makes it, you know, the difference is, um, you know, I grew up with really strong male authority in our mm-hmm. home. And, um, like not even a question growing up in our home that the man was the head of the house and the wife was under submission okay. to the man. So, you know, that sounds, you know, probably not surprising. Okay. So, and then I kind of felt like then look at it like what was at church that I was just observing right. around myself? And that was just kind of same thing, male, male authority, um, you know, I make a little note about, you know, we had a male piano player at church that I always witnessed. We had a band that played at church that was men, you know, hmm. things like that. Does that kind of make sense? So I see like, um, and it wasn't a question growing up either that like my friends' houses probably reflected the same thing as ours.
1: So you never really asked the question because they were all kind of the same. Right. In that respect, was it a, a rule that, Women couldn't be in the band, or was that just the, how it went?
2: Um, I th- I would say a rule for that one, yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, the piano player, I actually um, just very recently found out that I had someone say to me that well, there was a woman that would step in and play. And Mark's nodding yes. Yeah. See, I didn't. I had no idea. I had never witnessed that happening. But I, supposedly, at one time, there was a woman who would fill in for our piano players right. that were okay.
0: Yeah, I know yeah. one of one of Cindy's aunts would from time to time. Right. So that so, wasn't yeah.
2: a rule.
1: No, it wasn't a rule.
0: And and I think like we've talked about a lot of times, the, the things Lena's saying. She's saying this is what she observed too. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's really hard to I think it, it this varies like everything else as far as how much uh, maybe not how much authority the men had, but maybe the way the men used that authority would vary from oh, def- from group def- to group for from sure. home to home, probably. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, I would totally agree that Kind of universally, the the man is the head of the house and the woman is in subjection under him.
1: So this might not be the right question. Would you you characterize it then as male-centric? Like it's the man was, I don't know, more important? Or that the life of the church circled around what men did? Or...
2: Well, I certainly the, felt that way and that's why uh, I put it just in the way that I do. That it was yeah. it's how I observed things around. Sure. Um yeah. as when I was a young child. So well, I was see, kind of just starting from the the beginning here, you know, of yeah. things.
1: But see, I mean, I asked that question because even that is something that a man might not even notice. See, yeah, because I, you know, I could ask that question to Mark, and he's like, I don't know. Right. But, you know, for you, because, because you're a woman and you were paying attention to those things, you would see it differently. <laughs> so as you grew older, then what, uh, you know, what kinds of things did you continue to notice then?
2: Well, I wanted to mention one uh, you asked about male-centric or just... Um, maybe just being kind of a second-class citizen in, um, oh. you know, the community was mm-hmm. kind of a feeling you get, you know, um, around that. But um, an interesting story that I was talking this out with my oldest daughter, was a young adult now, and um, we were talking about how um, potlucks, church potlucks, say, mm-hmm. for anything but for a funeral or any cage and like that, um, you know, women would obviously prepare the food and that's, there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. But like the men would get in a, in the food line first Mm -hmm. and then it would be the women. And then you remember then the, the poor little kids had to go last. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) i mentioned, I know it's hard. I mentioned this, um, sounds like such a, a silly example, but I was, talking with my my daughter about this, and she was saying the first time she had went to, um, she'd come out of followers, and she went to a large youth group, a non-denominational one, and it was great for her, but she just kind of had like a culture shock a little bit um, when they would do functions, and the young gentleman would want her to go first, or just kind of give, you know, reverence or respect to her, you know, and and which we should all be doing that for each other. But I mean, like, she kind of didn't know what, you know, she was like, oh, I, but I, I," she didn't know what to do with herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So I, yeah. I'm trying to reference it in an example like sure. that. Yeah,
0: yeah um, no, that's interesting. Yeah. No, I think it's a great example, because I, I actually remember the first time that at a potluck, men and women went in line together at the same time. Mm-hmm. And there were men that were, fired up about that they were not happy that the women who had prepared all the food were getting their food at the same time as the men they they thought that was uh out of order would oh, be interesting. Sure. Okay. so male-centric is probably not inaccurate interesting yeah all right
2: so such a strange example but yeah like i i pulled some things from that you know what i mean yeah yeah yes. yeah. yeah you
1: wouldn't i mean Again, you wouldn't necessarily lay down. This is all the things that are, the way it's going to happen, but just practical things like who's in line, when is that's interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, what else do you got? This yeah. Is so, thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, yeah, um, I just think um, going through school years, um, like I said, probably pretty the same for boys and girls. I'm sure Mark's talked about. You know, how it is to interact with the world at school, you know, like you can get a little bit friendly, but not too much, you know, mm-hmm. um, even in grade school. It's like you you want to make friends and fit in, but you, uh, as soon as they start, you know, pushing it a little bit more, come yeah. over to my house, slumber party, <laughs> play right. date, you know, yeah. then it, then it is like, whoa, I got to start either yeah. making excuses or... Okay. And I kind of think like if you're cowardly like me, I almost just kind of made excuses instead of just wanting to to stand up and say, you know, like I I just you know lay it down like this is I I can't I can only do it with the people from my church. You know, only have play dates with the people from my church. So this sounds like
1: this was kind of the same for boys yes, and girls yes. then. Okay, exactly. So, yeah. but it's still part of the experience of growing up there. For just sure. kind of
2: to yeah. get you yeah, prepped for yeah, because I feel like. Maybe young adult is really when things get interesting.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so. I think there are a lot of young adults who would say the same thing, probably. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Here we go. Yeah. Buckle up.
2: Yeah, but, you know, that junior, junior high age, and um, I did think it would be worth mentioning, you know, that we had these dance parties, um, you know, once you turn to be a teenager um, at our church. Um, and then wedding dance parties, and then we also had get-togethers. Um, we called it the kids, but it was just a social gathering at someone's house. But there was these age these age groups where um, it was like when a girl turned 13, I believe it was 14 for a boy, then you could dance together at the parties, chaperoned with a band. You help me out if I'm leaving any of the details out. So 13 for girls, 14 for boys. And then I kind of thought here's where maybe a girl's perspective. There is a lot of excitement when you turn 13 and you're, you, you get to dance, you know, wow, you're a teenager and all this. But I think almost the parents have an unnatural <laughs> excitement as well as, you know, girls entering and getting to dance. Um, and we're talking a 13-year-old girl, you know, okay. because I don't know, it's just this is kind of the point right here where um, a girl's kind of direction and stuff is going to really become... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. what I'll say for right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm but, thinking yeah. about
0: those, just those dance part and remembering back to, and it was, there was, there was one or maybe two times where it was a lady's choice where they could go and ask a boy to dance. But the rest of the time mm. it's the boys doing the inviting and things sure. like that, which uh, just another, again, this is, I mean, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I I haven't thought about this a lot because I was a yeah, boy right. growing up yeah. there, so yeah. So I didn't did even
2: you, think about mentioning that, you know, yeah, that yeah. it was yeah.
0: So that, you, know, you don't know how it was outside.
1: Yeah, there were like junior high dance parties at in school at junior high, right? And the boys were on one side of the room, and the girls were on the other side of the room. And nobody danced. <laughs> 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 nobody looked forward to dancing. It was like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Was fr- everyone was scared. So there well, you go.
2: We had that. That's all pretty much the same across the board. In oh, fact, yeah. I you thought to mention like we're it, pretty, pretty normal as far as, you know, like just being young teenage kids. Yeah. Um, I just start this way because I feel like when the gatherings for the social, for the teenagers, there becomes. Um, an interesting element because I I think that, um, what was it, 14 then, the girls can go to these big social gatherings and probably 15 for boys, mm-hmm. which, like I said, they would usually be at um, one of the teenagers' houses and chaperoned by an adult. But we're talking um, the age range, was, so then would be 14 to – anyone that's unmarried
0: right okay. so
2: it's a very wide variety of ages then which are all mingling together yeah and yeah so that's just an element that we had to. that was um i don't know if that's normal or not but it's it'll just come into play as okay. you mm. know how,
1: how so tell me what's next then <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I put, uh, you know, like the dating years on my notes here because it's like this is um, this is where the competition is on to find a husband because, uh, you know, you heard me say Boom. like 13, you know what I mean? Because what yeah. is it that we – well, let me go back to school real quick and let me rewind a little bit because I did want to mention that um, girls going through school is an element of um, – you kind of know and accept at this certain age that you're going to get married and have kids. Okay. And then um, I always thought it was awkward, even in junior high, as we're going to talk about the dating years or whatever, to have a um, sit down with a counselor, you know, and they want to get you prepped and ready. Um, We're we're starting to look at credits for school. Mm -hmm. And I was almost, you know, belligerent or just even stubborn about the fact you know like I don't I don't need to further education or to keep track of this right now because at this at this age so let's talk about 13 14 15 at this age it's kind of um girls and the followers are already in that mindset to be groomed is the word I'm going to use to to find, you know.
1: So you have like one track. There isn't multiple tracks. The there's not track. multiple tracks. The only track one. is I'm going to be a wife.
2: That's great uh, explanation. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So, so, so you describe this like social gathering with all these young women showing up. Now, I, I have to admit, I've not seen Bridgerton or any of these things, but it sounds like there's these. Is it kind of like that, or the presentation of here's this young debutante who, you know. All the eligible young men should pay attention
0: to and that the kind of thing. Boy, that's I, I. I have not seen Bridgerton
2: either.
1: I don't know what that well, is. I've, exactly,
0: I've read about but it, but okay. that's all. <laughs> I
1: didn't expect you to yeah. be a no. comment on this,
2: but. yeah. Um. Well, I kind of wrote from a girl's perspective. Um. It's kind of when you start to get, especially let's talk about 15, maybe like dating years. It's like um, there is an all's fair and love and war type of mentality going on then on the girl's side, <laughs> to be honest. Lynn. Mm. So I don't know. And I think the boys are very aware of whatever new young girls are coming in, uh, you know, uh, to the party, to the, you know. Would you say that's
0: fair? I, I would. I, I'm really coming off looking like the bad no, guy. Here, and no, and that's not my. No, that is I, not my intent. No, it's you're you're accurate there. Yeah. No. I of course. Yeah. I mean, we as you you grow up together though too. So that, that's that is a little bit different.
1: Oh, that's true. Spin
0: on it. We've grown up together. We know when. That's different uh, to Bridgerton. You're going <laughs> to get to go to the kids when you're going to get to start dancing. I mean, we're, we oh, okay. we we're looking forward to this for or is it or kind of, of a rite of, of passage? It. Is it I considered think so. a
1: rite of passage? I mean, you, you talk about it like it was. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay, I
0: think so. And then just one comment that I remember from from when uh, my son was dating, um, just to what you were saying. This all's fair in love and war. The the one track that they're on. He was um, he was sixteen. He was taking a girl on their first date, like a Christmas date or something. Mm-hmm. And oh, who is who is your son taking tonight? Oh, he's taking this girl. Oh, when does she turn seventeen? That's that was the question on their first date. People are saying, well, when does she turn seventeen? And they're thinking. Do you think? Do you think they're going to get married? It's it's just a a singular one
1: track. So, so it, let me. I mean, I may me ask it this way: Is that a lot of pressure, or is it like, no, everybody's doing it? It's not a lot of pressure. I mean, oh,
2: absolutely, it's a lot of pressure. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think maybe um, as I tell my, you know, insert my story in a little bit, you're going to see that I didn't, you know. Um, it's a lot of pressure, and not everybody can keep up with that kind of mentality. Mm. Okay. So
1: yeah. Well, how, so, how so then?
2: <laughs> You'd make me skip around.
1: <laughs> well, I wanted. I mean, you're you like can't bait me and then not tell me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. So you have this mix of ages and everything, and then. Um, Let's see. Expectations are high to find someone to marry as soon as possible. And Mark just gave a good example of that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, there isn't always a perfect match at just the right time that you want there to be. And that would be more in line with my story. So, yeah, because I didn't get married at 17.
1: Okay. Watched
2: my friends get married at 18. Watched them get married at 19, you know. And I actually didn't get married till I was 24. Okay, so um, which could be considered an old maid. Although I will be fair, I I never heard anybody call me an old maid. It was more um, I was particular. I was picky. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah. So then that's a compliment. (laughs) Yeah,
1: compliment to Luke too. There you go.
2: (laughs) So fast forward. So Luke and I uh, are five years apart, and he's five years younger than I am.
1: Okay. There. <laughs> so you went to the, I mean, but the same kind of mixer, the same kind of event was yeah. part of your story then.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, a funny thing about that is um, I didn't really know much about who he was or anything. It sounds strange when we're in this, you know, church all together, or whatever, but I didn't know a lot about his family or anything until um, my brother and sister-in-law got married and yeah, the, he actually is a family member of. He's uh, related to my sister in law. Okay, <laughs> this is where things get really interesting. <laughs> this might
1: be a different story altogether, but it yeah. is,
2: and that's how that came on the radar of even of even knowing who he was. I didn't really know a whole lot about him. Okay, growing up.
1: Well, surely there's other embarrassing things you can say about this part of the story. I think
2: I went. Yeah, I did not have that in my notes to discuss. <laughs> <Yeah>. So,
1: <laughs> so anyway, so you you get married, you, you endure the, you know, the pageantry and the competition and all this. You get married, and then what?
2: Um, yeah, that that all went pretty pretty normally. Um, I mean, our courtship was a bit difficult because of the age difference. It wasn't, um, a super happy time for his parents and that, and you Mm. know, and which is understandable when your child is the younger one and then you've got the older person they're dating. I think a lot of people can relate to that. So, um, but yeah, then married and, um, we pretty much had kids right away and, um,
1: is that is that normal? Wouldn't do do most couples have kids right away?
2: I think so. Yeah, it probably doesn't take very okay. long. I actually would say, me personally, on my part, was thinking that, um, hey, I'm getting older, and <laughs> <laughs> four. I'm twenty four. My biological. I mean, really, hard. I was thinking like, yeah, I probably, yeah, no, that thought did come into my mind. So, okay. um, but yeah. Um, it's hard to know how much one, to share about this. Yeah. One thing I will, just to answer your
0: question about, is that normal? Okay. You will, if, if a couple waits five years to, to have kids, you will start hearing from people that, hey, kids will ground you. You're, you're going to end up just living a life of pleasure and a, a worldly life if you don't have kids, settle down. It's not, and again, it's not, not a blanket statement, but I heard it multiple times from people that they, they really just need to settle down and start having some kids. Okay. So it was,
1: sounds like some grandparents would say, or yeah, hope, 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 people different, who hope than, that. Yeah, yeah, different, different than, than that. Yeah. Different than that okay. though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, this, yeah it just gets uncomfortable just you know having having children in followers without medical care it's complicated okay. right you mm-hmm. know so um, I'll just skip to saying um, by my third um, I was really going downhill physically I just had some some issues that mm. and didn't know what they were you know. But, um,
1: which you wouldn't if you had no medical care, right?
2: No, it's always just kind of a guessing, yeah, a guessing game. But I, so it was like, I felt really lousy and just not, um, uh, couldn't hardly cope. My kids are young. I'm thinking, you know, Maddie's a baby, my youngest, but, um, I wasn't super, super sick, but I wasn't well either. Mm. So it was in this middle vein of like having trouble coping each day. Because I didn't feel like I had like a deadly disease, but yet I knew I wasn't well either. Okay. So it just became a lot of a struggle. And um, I felt like, um, do I need to just lay down and be like a sick person and have like maybe my mom and mother-in-law come in and help me get things taken care of and stuff? And because it's kind of how we did help each other out in in our society. So yeah, I I really felt like, do I need to just give in and make this decision that I'm just this person that can't do all these things. So then even in that, it makes um, your servitude as a woman in the followers um, really difficult because, you know, I'm not being able to keep up with everybody else at this point Okay. because I just don't feel that great. So I'm going... I, I can't take all the, the pies and the visit the sick people. You know, I'm starting to feel mm-hmm. like this really heavy weight about it. And that's, that's pretty much when I really did start questioning God about things and really getting real. And then through a series of other things that happened just in our church. But for me personal, um, a lot of my questioning God and trying to find out things had to do with, why is my health deteriorating? Why do I now, am I now married? I've got three kids that I'm barely keeping up. I'm not doing any extra things that I feel like it's been taught to us to do as far as service. And um, so I just kind of felt like God had almost like set me up. Was like, why did he set me up to fail? You know, why um, was I? So
1: so let me just make sure I understand. So yeah. you. So you felt bad enough because you felt bad enough, right? You felt bad, that's one thing. But then you had you had these additional expectations you felt that were social in nature, or that were from your raised to to have these expectations on you as a as a you know woman in the church that you could you weren't physically up for doing, and so that made you feel worse. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So just
2: kind of a compounded, yeah, Ooh.
1: yeah. I'm sorry to hear and, that.
2: Well, I just feel like it sounds sad now to say it, but it really was just kind of me coming to the end of my own strength, you know, what I could do. And then I had to, you know, like I said, get really real about, about things. And um, kind of that's where I feel like you can open the Bible for a woman and you can just see in black and white... These things about women are supposed to do the, you know, wives Mm. and do all and these things, and then I just kind of felt like I was having a hard time doing all this stuff, you know, on Mm. my own. Till I kind of just came to the end thing, and then I kind of wanted to blame, kind of wanted to blame God for it. It It's like, why did, like I said, why did you set me up to fail? Why is I'm not having success at this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's going on? So. Yeah. Um I really felt like my identity, um, and my salvation even was attached to how well I was able to perform as a wife and mother. So um I could clearly see that I was kind of failing at that. So um
0: how how did you determine that you were failing? Was it compared to others around you? Or def-
2: definitely compared to others around okay. me. Yeah.
0: Yeah
1: and then well what did you do about that i mean what is that the end of the, that's not the end of the story i <laughs> mean you, you're here with <laughs> us and now you know you're a, a, a podcasting star but what what how did well
2: you through, get through like that? I said i uh, that was personal for me a personal place that i had to come yeah. to and then through a series of a couple of other things that really just made me dig in into my bible and start looking <laughs> looking at things um, I felt like it's hard to want to say it this way, but I really was at a low point and um, ready to just start anew. Like I had been kind of emptied of myself, and I'm ready. I'm ready to let God take over and take charge now. I don't really care even what what happens about mm-hmm. that. That's just the personal uh, point of it. And then, really, my kids. Um, they, you know, we're all struggling. We all have to come to this point where we're, we're done doing stuff ourselves. And they had decided even before Luke and I to kind of be, they were having some struggles too. And so they, they were ready. They were tired. We were all tired. Okay. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: And it's kind of then that you, I mean, uh, you said you started reading your Bible. I mean, is that part of your story of like how you ended up coming to faith in Christ?
2: Um, it's through a series of some other things, um, but for me, just questioning God a lot, I think I was in a place then that when I did hear the gospel, I was ready to receive it.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. And then... That makes a ton of sense.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Trying to tie it in without bringing in a couple of the other things that, um, would be maybe part of my own personal testimony, but, um but definitely done with my own strength and done with my own trying to figure out if I could I could make it this way.
1: I think that most people have to get there and I mean because you're talking about it being different for a woman and a man, I mean the the pressure on you as a woman was part of part of what got you ready to essentially surrender to the Lord. That's thank you for sharing that. <laughs>
2: That's definitely the case. It had to do with mm. very much my own own self.
1: Okay. Mm. Well, thank you. Uh, one of the things that we do here, and nobody sings, I guess. Well, maybe one. We cares. one person. We one person sing. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to sing if you don't want. But is there is there a hymn that uh, you could think kind of sums up your thoughts, or you would like to to have uh, us pay attention to?
2: Well, I think I'm going to pick, I am going to pick Jesus loves even me. as I felt like, um, although we, we just touched on things, that um, as a woman growing up in the followers, I did feel like a second class citizen. And um, when I did realize um, who Jesus was and what he did for me, and then I felt. I found out what my identity really was and who mm. I really am, you know, am in Christ, that um, I like I like to think that Jesus loves even me.
1: <laughs> well, he does love even you, whether you <laughs> think that or not. Like, how's that? Yeah.
0: How's that go, Mark? Yeah.
1: You can, Je- you can sing it for us. Jesus loves
0: even me, says, I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love in the book he has given. Wonderful things in the Bible I see. This is the dearest, that Jesus loves me. then the second verse says, Though I forget him and wander away, still he doth love me wherever I stray. Back to his dear loving arms would I flee when I remember that Jesus loves me. And then it says, Oh, if there's only one song I can sing, when in his beauty I see the great king, This shall my song in eternity be. Oh, what a wonder that Jesus loves me. Amen.
1: Yes. Thank you. That was a great choice. Yeah. And thank you for, you know, sharing your story and your experiences. I appreciate it. And it does help me see it differently. I hope it helps other people see it differently too.
0: Thank you. I, I just think there's such a great message in there about the where it takes us when we depend on our own striving and when we compare ourselves to others. And we've talked about it before. And then, and then when we do hear the gospel and we see that, that Jesus loves us despite any shortcomings that we may have, any places where we don't measure up to others, it's a, it's a great message. So yeah, thanks for being here. Yes, thank yeah, you.
2: thank you for having me.
0: Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at onerightchurch.com. And for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.